2: I want to speak to Eamon McSweeney who's in the city at the moment. Eamon, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Eamon, it's, I'm looking at texts coming through just on the back of the announcement that one soldier is to face charges. We had Kate Nash on this morning. We, it was being suggested that maybe four would face charges. She was saying she was hoping for a much higher number than four. What is the, the, the feeling in the city with the outcome at present?
1: Well, we've just been handed the actual statement by the Public Prosecution Service literally in, in the past few minutes. Um, as you've just heard, one soldier, uh, referred to as Soldier F, will be prosecuted for the murder of James Ray, William McKinney, and for the attempted murders of those wounded of Joseph Freel, Michael Quinn, Joe Mahan, and Patrick O'Donnell. The statement continues In respect of the other 18 suspects, including 16 former soldiers and two alleged, members of the official IRA, it has been concluded that the available evidence is insufficient to provide a reasonable, reasonable prospect of conviction. In these circumstances, the evidential test for prosecutions is not met. Now, as you can imagine, this news has literally just broken, but what we're being told already is that many of the families who are currently making their way from the city hotel from Derry to the Guildhall for a press conference are absolutely devastated by this news.
2: That certainly was the sense I got from Kate Nash this morning that a figure as low as four would have been hugely disappointing for her. We had Eamonn McCann on the programme as well and we were talking about the possibility of unrest in the city if the prosecutions weren't announced. Is there a worry about fallout from this at a level unrelated to the families where there could be unrest in the city?
1: Well, there's certainly no indication at this stage that that's a possibility. I mean, it will cause immense anger, not just for the families of those affected in this case, but it will cause widespread anger across the city of Derry. But as for uh, potential unrest, um, who knows? uh, It may be a possibility, but at this stage, there's absolutely no sign of that. Um, And it would be loath to recommend that that's a possibility at this stage.
2: The, the The families, of course, have been dignified throughout since thousand nine hundred and seventy two and they will approach this press conference with dignity today. H- having said that, do you expect them to express vocally the the, the anger, the frustration that w- we expect them to have?
1: Well, we expect this press conference to commence within the next few minutes, and I would imagine. That given the, the immediacy of the announcement, that there will be raw anger expressed by all those concerned, um, especially those who have not received news of a prosecution. What we have here, as uh, just for a reminder, in respect of 18 suspects, which included 16 former soldiers, only one soldier referred to, as we know, by a cipher called Soldier F will be uh, indicted for two murders and the attempted murder of four other people.
2: Was any reference made at all to former members of the IRA?
1: Yes, there are. As I said, there, are, there is a reference to two alleged official IRA members. Uh, the PSNI did forward two files to the Public Prosecution Service in connection to those guys. Um, but it has been said in this Public Prosecution uh, Service statement this morning, that there is no evidence to provide reasonable prospect of a conviction for 16 of the soldiers and two alleged IRA members.
2: Uh, Eamon, I appreciate your time on it this morning. Thank you very, very much indeed for bringing us uh, right up to date. I'll just uh, check again uh, through Sky to see what they are doing from the scene at present. Uh,
3: the photographs of the loved ones who passed away on that day. We're going to be hearing a press uh, conference from this
2: uh, as we can see day. the families are arriving and they have the, uh, the photographs of the people who were uh, killed on the day as they leave the City Hotel in Derry and make their way uh, towards the Guildhall for the uh, press conference, which will be happening in a few moments at time. There certainly seems to be frustration etched on faces and the the deceased are being remembered with the parade as we see the faces of those who were killed by the soldiers on a Bloody Sunday. But just to remind you, if you are indeed uh, just joining us, that the decision has been made to prosecute one soldier as a result of what happened on Bloody Sunday. Uh, good morning to you, three one zero five. Jim has a point he wants to make. Good morning, Jim. <laughs> good morning, Frank.
4: Frank, um I don't know. I'm one of the first callers, but naturally, um, just hearing the news about the uh, the soldier, one of the soldiers, being prosecuted for uh, the Bloody Bloody Sunday issue, um, I'm just very disappointed that it came to this, you know, and that he is being prosecuted for it, you know. Um, this should this should just never have been prosecuted. They were here at the time to uh, assist in what was seen as bad troubles for us and, and I just think it's ridiculous that he that, that he's being prosecuted. You know, it's 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 past fair by it's all these issues around uh nationalists or Catholic murders what you've seen over the past and it's as if they're the only ones that have suffered in this country. And it's just to say that they haven't. That's all I wanna say, you know. So I'm very disappointed and I just hope we can move on from this and hopefully let us let us see a lot of Republicans brought forward the courts for yeah. the murders they've done over the years. Yeah, John, them on, and all the different
2: ones. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. Do, do stay with me, right John. Do, do stay yeah, with me because it's, it's a conversation and you're, you can stay on as, oh, long, can stay yeah. on as long as as, long as you like. Oh, in, in, oh, thanks very much, Frank. In <laughs> relation to the soldier being prosecuted, the, the general feeling among the families in Derry is that it's a very low number. As a matter of fact, they were expecting at least four prosecutions and maybe more, so they will feel uh-huh. that justice isn't being done and no yeah. doubt when they appear at this press conference, they will be saying something they'll be saying something along those lines when I spoke to Kate Nash, whose brother was killed as a nineteen year old she was expecting a considerable number of prosecutions today, so they will be disappointed
4: mm-hmm. yeah well well. well I don't know the lady. well. Naturally, not I would know the lady personally. But nobody wants to see any murders in this country. There's been too, far too many, Frank, and we all need to just realise the Nash people and uh, family and the the pa- families of the uh, those who died in Bloody Sunday need to realise. Prior to that happening, how many, how many Protestants and even Protestants and Catholic, innocent Catholics have died even prior to that due to IRA terrorism? Even people who worked in police stations where the Protestants or Catholics were killed for working for what they seen as security forms, as legitimate targets. So at the end of the day, yes, those families have a right to whatever, but there's a lot of families in Northern Ireland who have a right to see Republicans brought forward to the courts because from this so-called Good Friday Agreement, there's been too many issues brought up in favor of Republicans being pushed to one side, oh, they didn't do anything it's been all one way. It's either been loyalists or British soldiers who've done all the murders, but that's not the case. And
2: I think that... Jim, do you really feel said. that? Do you, but seriously, do you really feel that... Well, but, 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 the just on the, but just on the stats of good. it, do you... But hold, hold on, hold on Do I put the question to you. Do you really feel, do you really feel, do you really feel, Jim, that Republicans weren't found guilty of anything down the years?
4: Yes, yes, n- yes. Uh, and and they've, been, they've twisted their stories and there hasn't been enough... Um, But say investigations by the PSNI, because it's been seen, this is from a a layman's point of view, it's been seen, oh, we're targeting Republicans, we need peace here, we need this, we need to have a softly, softly approach on this here. Because at the end of the day, um, Republicans have got away with far too much. Far, far, far too much in this country, blowing people up. I mean, in the early days I worked in Belfast, I lost five jobs because of the IRA, because... The premises they worked in were bombed. Lucky I survived, but at the end of the day, you know,
2: Okay, do you think do, do, do you think they do you think the soldiers or? the soldiers who killed the people on Bloody Sunday should have should have got away with it?
4: Yes, I do, yes. Now, well,
2: why why, why is uh-huh. that? In in a sentence or two, just why?
4: Why? They were in a situation um where the IRA were using well, whatever way you want to put it, uh nationalists republicans as shields to do their dirty deeds basically within within London Derry. so the
0: dirty
2: paras could shoot whoever they like Uh huh,
4: yeah, yeah. I think, I feel it's not, that wasn't a shoot to kill policy. Those guys were in a a really bad situation and we only know that only too well when you see the likes of ISIS and all the problems they're causing in the world today. Terrorism is a bad thing no matter where in the world it is. I'm not just talking about Northern Ireland. You know, people need to get away from this radical thinking um oh to glorify these terrorists uh, you know there's nothing glorifying about them at all you know and, but you don't you, you know, don't you
2: don't get yeah. a sense when you talk about terrorism that the shooting of those uh, 13 innocent people was an act of terrorism
4: no 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 i don't frank no and i know that won't go down well with a lot of people but i have to say what i personally feel you know that's all i'm saying you know
2: okay um, Okay, okay. That's no. what
4: I personally feel, Frank.
2: Yeah, and you're entitled to a personal opinion. That's what this programme is all about. Uh, Jim, uh, th- thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, Gary has a point that he wants to make. He's on, on this line. Um, good morning, Gary. Good morning, Frank. Yes, Gary, go oh,
5: ahead. Yes, I just wanted to make, I was just wanting to make a point that um, on the ground that day there was um, civilians and soldiers, which is true. But myself, um, being in the situation myself, I remember back in the day, um Anybody even coming at you with a a plank of wood, you know, a breeze block, an iron bar can be deemed as a weapon. So a soldier has the right to protect his life. And, I mean, soldiers were, were dragged out that day with wounds themselves, head wounds, broken arms, ankles. You know,
2: they suffered as well. And the thing is, do you think Gary? And I, I know from a little note here on the screen, you're a next soldier. Do, do you do you think they were justified in killing those thirteen people?
5: I would say if I was in a position myself one time, and I had to shout a warning, or even fire a warning shot because of a crowd. Now, and that was come back to 2003 only. And the thing is, if somebody comes at me with a plank away, a breeze block, whatever it is, a big brick. And I think my life's in danger. I've got the right to open fire under the yellow card rules.
2: Yeah, but we've had a savile inquiry I- about this. We've, 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 we've got all the detail on what these people were doing that day. They, they, they weren't mm-hmm. killing soldiers. They were protesting for civil rights, and they were shot dead.
5: Well, from the footage that I've seen, there was a lot of riotous behaviour going on. Um, there was a lot of tension on both sides. With a soldier with a weapon or a a civilian with a a plank in his hand or a block or a petrol bomb, you know, things won't happen. Well, again, i will go back to the point that I made if my life's in danger and I'm a soldier, I'm entitled to open fire on anybody. If you were standing in Belfast on the Dublin Road on a Friday night, somebody comes at you with an iron bar, it can be deemed as attempted
2: murder. Yeah, but I'd reckon I'd go to jail if I shot them. Um, Gary, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, 02890-333-105, 077-66105, 105. -105, uh, 105. Gary and Jim, not alone, of course, in their their commentary here, looking at some of your texts and emails that are coming in as well. Uh, We'll drop in on that uh, press conference uh, very shortly here on U105 as well, just to hear what the families are saying, the relatives of the family, the relatives of those who were killed on Bloody Sunday, uh, what they have to say. That'll be coming up a, a little later uh, here on the programme. 105. Good morning, 02890333105. Uh, Jim was about to have a conversation with me there in relation to uh, the Bloody Sunday outcome. His line seems to have gone down, but we will get him back. Just with regards to uh, the News story, if you have just joined us. One former British soldier is to be charged over the Bloody Sunday killings. One member of the Parachute Regiment is to be charged with the murders of two men and the attempted murders of four others over those Bloody Sunday shootings. There was insufficient evidence to provide a reasonable prospect of conviction for the other 16 former soldiers, the Public Prosecution Service has said. Uh, Prosecutors also considered files on two former members of the old official IRA and said they would not face prosecution. The one former paratrooper who can only be identified as Soldier F will face prosecution for the murders of James Ray and William McKinney and the attempted murders of Joseph Freel, Michael Quinn, Joe Mahan and Patrick O'Donnell. Now, the, the uh, points that have been made in relation uh, to uh, this uh, coming from the Director of Public Prosecutions and the Northern Ireland Director of Public Prosecutions is speaking at the moment.
3: ...decisions in light of the findings of the Bloody Sunday Inquiry. But I would highlight two important distinctions. First, much of the material which was available for consideration by the Inquiry is not admissible in criminal proceedings due to the strict rules of evidence that apply. Therefore, most of the previous statements as to conduct made by the soldiers cannot be used against the individual concerned as a basis for prosecution. Second, the inquiry reads a number of findings couched in terms of probability, which is substantially different To the standard of proof required in criminal cases of beyond reasonable doubt. Having outlined these points, I would stress that the prosecution decisions in no way undermine the finding of the inquiry that those killed or injured were not posing a threat to any of the soldiers. Today we have outlined the reasoning for our decisions with families and we are committed to further engagement to help them understand those reasons. In the interest of openness and transparency, we are also publishing a summary on our website. This is intended to provide the public with a high level of confidence in the independence and integrity of our decision-making. I would remind everyone to please exercise caution when commenting on today's decisions. There are significant reporting restrictions still in place from the Bloody Sunday Inquiry, and as criminal proceedings are now to be commenced, there should be no reporting which could prejudice these in any way.
2: The Director of Public Prosecutions, Stephen Herron, speaking in relation to the Regarding Bloody Sunday, and as I was mentioning to you, one former British soldier is to be charged with the murders of two men and the attempted murders of four others over the shootings back in 1972. I'm just looking at uh, some of your texts and emails, and of course taking your calls as well. William has a point that he wishes to make. Um, William, uh, good morning.
1: Good morning, Frank. I just uh, I didn't know you were at at you're your covering the press conference, sir. Um, uh, just to the, the last two callers have phoned in, I mean, I'm obviously disgusted at the remarks. Uh, I'm sorry, I mean, this was a pre- this was a, um, a peaceful uh, civil rights march, and they have open fire on innocent civilians. I mean, to me, this is on a par with the original Brother Sunday massacre. It happened 100 years ago in Dublin, when the British Army opened fire on innocent people watching the GAA match.
2: Yeah, well, let's not go back and uh, rehearse all, all of, of history. There, there, there was, you know, j- just to be blunt about it, there, there was rioting on Bloody Sunday, but we had callers on here who said on, uh, that, that they, justif- they were justified, thegetji- the Paras were justified in shooting uh, people because there was rioting. Um, but, William, thank you. I, I do want to go across to the press conference that is now uh, being held. Well,
6: he's now been put in the frame for two... Which is Willie McKinney and Jim Ray, and their injury of four others. So, their victory is our victory. To deny people their human rights is to challenge their very humanity, said Nelson Mandela. We have walked a long journey since our fathers and brothers were brutally slaughtered on the streets of Derry on Bloody Sunday. Over that passage of time, all the parents of the deceased have died. We are here to take their place. Bloody Sunday was not just a wanton act carried out by a trained army against defenseless civil rights activists. It also created a deep legacy of hurt and injustice and deepened and prolonged a bloody conflict unimaginable, even in those dark winter days of 1972. The full cost of a bloody Sunday cannot be measured just in terms of those who suffered that day, but must also be measured in terms of those who suffered because of that day. We have just been informed of this series of charges and are easy to read. One soldier, Soldier F. Multiple murder has been charged with two murders and four attempted murders.
2: You're listening to John Kelly, morning, whose Daddy. brother was shot. We,
7: the families of the murdered and wounded, in Derry on Bloody Sunday today, heard the decision by the PPS to charge just one British paratrooper for his murderous actions on the 30th of January 1972. This announcement is further vindication of our decades-long campaign to clear the names of our loved ones and to bring those responsible for their deaths and injuries to justice. When the Bloody Sunday Justice campaign was launched in 1992, we had three clear demands. To have the widgery whitewash overturned and replaced by an independent inquiry. To gain a formal acknowledgement of the innocence of all our loved ones, and to prosecute those responsible. With today's news, we now achieve our third aim. Good morning, everyone. However, we have also faced the disappointing news that in some cases there will not be prosecutions. And we are mindful of those families who received that news today. And believe me, there are many. We would like to remind everyone that no prosecution, or if it comes to it, no conviction, does not mean not guilty. It does not mean that no crime was committed. It does not mean that those soldiers acted in a dignified and appropriate way. It simply means that if these crimes had been investigated properly when they happened and evidence gathered at the time, then the outcome would have been different. We note that Lord Saville's report findings on the actions of soldiers that day that all the casualties were either the intended targets of the soldiers or the result of shots fired indiscriminately at people, that no soldiers fired in response to attacks or threatened attacks, that no soldiers fired in a state of panic and that soldiers opened fire either in the belief that no one in the area towards which they respectfully fired was posing a threat or causing death or serious injury or not caring whether or not anyone there was posing such a threat. <laughs> These are not the sort of comments levelled at innocent people. <laughs> the passage of time has made charges difficult in this case and in other cases. But the passage of time should not be used as a form of blanket immunity to block proper investigations. Everyone deserves justice, including those whose loved ones were murdered by the British state. There can be no substitute of limitations. Sorry, there can be no statute of limitations used to deny justice. No news, no new laws to protect state killers. But for us here today, it is important to point out that justice for one family is justice for all of us. We stand in full solidarity with those of us whose loved one's death or injury has not been included in the announcement of prosecutions. We also stand to complete the solidarity with the hundreds of families who have had to endure decades without an inquest, without a criminal investigation, and who have been left to struggle for their basic human right to justice. (laughs) We hope our campaign continues to be an inspiration to them.
2: You're listening to family members who are sitting at a long table at the Guildhall Hall and are addressing the media and the public, uh, people who are related to those who died on Bloody Sunday.
8: Although 47 years overdue, is the right one if we are to uphold the rule of law and hold perpetrators accountable for their crimes. However, we also say that the scope of the new police investigation was not wide enough. We assert that the repeated failure to properly investigate the actions of those who planted nail bombs on the body of my uncle, 17 year old Jared Donaghy, is unacceptable. The Savile report left a stain on Jared's innocence that that this investigation could have removed, but it did not do so we repeat our call for this injustice to be addressed. And while we as a group of families and individuals may have differing views on whether or not the soldiers who carried out the shootings should face jail or how long they should spend in jail, we are all agreed that they should face the due process of the law. And they should do so in public The very few British soldiers that were charged during the conflict here were named. And the same should apply to those being charged now. Killers should not benefit from anonymity. We maintain that key individuals in the army, in politics and beyond should also be held to account for their actions on that day and afterwards. This affront must also be rectified if justice is to be truly done, and seen to be done. If the police officer in charge on the day of the Hillsborough tragedy can face prosecution, then so too can those who were in charge on Bloody Sunday. There cannot be one law for the military and political elite, and one law for the others. Thank you.
2: You're listening to the press conference from the Guildhall in Derry where the relatives of those killed on Bloody Sunday are speaking one after another and their commentary is being listened to by the media. We'll have more reports on that, of course, as the day goes by and also reaction from individual families who will be uh, speaking uh, to us. Uh, Your opinions are, of course, uh, very welcome and if you have just joined us, it's a reminder that one uh, former paratrooper is to be charged with the murders of two men and the attempted murders of four others over the bloody Sunday uh, shootings in uh, Derry. And the families, in many ways there, during the, the commentary, uh, is saying positive things about that one uh, soldier who's being charged, or the outcome, saying positive things about the outcome of the charging of that one, shoulder, one soldier, as opposed to being uh, incredibly critical of the other soldiers not being charged or incredibly critical of the decision not to charge the other uh, soldiers. We also heard from the Director of Public Prosecutions on the programme as well, uh, Stephen Herron, who, of course, is warning against uh, press coverage uh, going overboard in relation to this as it now will be going to court. Um, I want to speak to Billy, You has a point to make on this. Uh, good morning, Billy. Good morning, Frank. Yes, Billy, you're listening to all of that uh, patiently and, of course, to some of our commentators from before. Go ahead, Billy.
9: Frank, I I sympathise totally with the families who lost loved ones on on, on Bloody Sunday. But I disagree totally that any ex-soldier should be prosecuted.
2: You feel regardless of what any individual soldier may have done that there shouldn't be a prosecution even for the, the killing of those people that reference has been made to James Ray and William McKinney. The soldier who uh, shot James Ray and William McKinney is being charged. And apparently he's also been charged with the attempted murder of Joseph Freel, Michael Quinn, Joe Mahan and Patrick O'Donnell. So this is a soldier who fired, who's accused of firing two at least two fatal shots and another four shots which injured people. Someone like that shouldn't face a prosecution at all.
9: That's correct, Frank. Um, I, I am an ex-soldier, um, and I've been in a situation uh, where I've been threatened by crowds. And, and I listened to your other ex-soldier who made the point of the yellow card, and he would shoot people with iron bars and bricks and stuff. Um, the Points I want to make, Frank, are that those soldiers weren't there by choice. They were put there. They were ordered into that area. Uh, the people who were shot and killed were there by their own choice. Uh, the prescribed threat was there, regardless of who did what, who threw what, and who shot at who. Uh, and the soldiers have the right to defend themselves. Now, I'm not saying that that, they, that everyone that was shot was um, particularly or taking part in the riot, but they were there. And it was known in those days that the IRA used civilians as shields. And the perceived threat was there and soldiers had the right to defend themselves.
2: But Billy, this goes right back to 1972. If we think of all the rioting that's happened before 72, during 72 and since 72, right up to rioting in more recent times in Belfast over things like parades, your, your policy would be to, to shoot the people.
9: No, that's not what I'm saying, Frank. I'm saying if there's a perceived threat to life and limb you have the right to shoot people. I'm not saying it's the proper thing to do. But to indiscriminately but to shoot
2: people as opposed to shoot gunmen.
9: Frank, let me ask you, have you ever been in a situation where you've been in a riot faced with rioters?
2: I'm, I'm, it's not I, just I, 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 I haven't been in that situation, but I've numerous examples of riots that have happened in this country and in many other countries where people aren't shot dead en masse as a result of being in the riot or close to the riot?
9: Well, Frank, I, I, I refer to uh, an incident that took place, and, and I'm going on the perceived threat, and, and you have to understand that um, if, you're, if you're in a situation, you're not, I mean, one, one of the families said that they fired calmly. You're not calm when you're in a riot situation, Frank. Your nerves are at you. Your, your adrenaline is high. And and shots may be fired indiscriminately or unnecessarily, and I don't dispute that. But I I will refer you to uh, an incident that took place in Belfast um, and a perceived threat when two soldiers were dragged from a car and beat to death by a crowd of of civilian people. Now, they were at a funeral. Um, So... How do, we, how do we distinguish between the perceived threat at one, one situation and the perceived threat at another situation? It appears to me that uh, my big gripe about all this, Frank, is that the money that's been spent on these uh, tribunals and, and inquiries could be better used. We live in a country where our, our health service is destroyed, our roads are abysmal, and, and, and we're spending millions of pounds on inquiries why can we not let the past be in the past and look to the future? Build a, fu- a future together, whether Catholics or Protestants living together in a United Ireland of the one United Ireland or in uh, the way it is at the minute with the North and South. But let's, let's get on together. Uh, forget about all these inquiries. Forget about bringing 70-year-old men to justice. What's, what's the point of putting a man who's 70 years old in prison?
2: Okay, okay. And he may not go to prison, of course, or he may go to prison for a very uh, short time. Uh, Billy, uh, thank you. I'm not so sure that we can compare the horrific murders of the corporals in with, in terms of perceived threat with what would have been described by you there, Billy, as a perceived threat on the paratroopers on the Bloody Sunday In that day in 1972, I'm not sure there is a relative comparison there. Uh, Dastardly deeds on both days, we should emphasize.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.